0: It's the Carlo Driggs Voodoo Dance Party number 26. I know it's been a while since I've been back. My name is Wayne McKinnon, and this is the podcast where we play the tape. It sounds really neat. Oh, and there... Ooh, cool. And there is my co-host, artificial intelligence co-host, New. New, do you want to introduce yourself again?
1: Yes, I want to. I love Voodoo Voodoo Dance.
0: <laughs> you love the car... All right, so let's get this started the first one that we the tape that we exposed or we're talking about I posted a video of this several months ago but I had a hard time waiting to get the software that I wanted which is called Sound Studio. It's a paid app you have to use. I finally got it. That sounds
1: it. quite exciting. I'm really interested to see how this pans out. It's going to Maybe be... I could apply. I'm somewhat tech savvy.
0: You are definitely tech savvy, new. That is for sure. So, on this tape, we're going to be playing an early version of what's known as the Raiders theme song. That's what most of the fans know it as. It was recorded and put on the generic rock album Still Live, 1984, from the double LP vinyl. Most fans know. So why don't thank we, you? Why don't we play that version first, and then we will get into the explanation about these two other versions, of early takes of it. Okay?
1: Great. Can't wait for that one. Yes, that works for me.
0: Is probably one of only five original tracks that can actually be accepted as Raider recorded hits that Carlo brought to the band
1: properly. It's good music, though.
0: It is. It is. What do you think of what is the only released song, the one of the first ones, the Raiders theme? What do you think of it, New?
1: Yeah, it is. I am digging it
0: it's pretty cool, huh? Yes,
1: it is so awesome.
0: Alright, now let's talk about the cassette tape that I had. It only has three songs on it. Let's go back even f- a little back further, still. Me and Carlo were in a sandwich shop in Miami having Cuban sandwiches and I had the opportunity to just start asking. Yes, please do. Just That had-
1: sounds so good.
0: Yes, we-, we were having Cuban sandwiches and we were talking and I asked him Has there ever been a studio version or an alternate version recording of the Raiders theme? He said that, well, he said basically he wasn't for sure or not, wasn't completely sure. But he basically wrote it from what was going to be a play, a theatrical play that he was doing about rival gangs. And one of the gangs was called the Johnnies. And one other team was, one other member of the gang, another gang was called the Comets. So on this cassette tape, there are two very, what are absolutely rehearsed, live rehearsal takes of the Raider's theme, but at that time, it, he was calling it the Comets theme. It, the tape has a label on it, the tape is so old, it just fell off, but it says the Comets.
1: He totally embellished by continuing to try to make the play. You're right. Oh, wow, that's interesting. And then there
0: is a, well, let's play these two takes back to back okay and there are they are different because of the sound waves on it that are on there and i'm gonna guess this is probably mid 70s is when this was recorded
1: i love it (laughs)
2: Oh <laughs> you Distance.
0: So those are takes one and two that exist on the cassette tape of the Raiders theme. But in this case, it's known as the Comets. What do you think of it, new? It's it pretty good? The guitar is a little bit different, a little more wah wah guitar, but still all the grunts and the the he things that Carlo would do kind of carried over into the Raiders theme. What is your comparison between the two?
1: They're both eclectic personalities with introspective lyrics. That's really where the comparison begins and ends.
0: Wow, that is a very high-tech comparison there. Very good. All right, shall we talk about the third song that's on the tape? The mystery song called Maxwell
1: Smart. I have no clue what that song is, but it's definitely some kind of vaporwave beat.
0: Well, I don't think it's a vaporwave beat, but um, I think it's got something to do with the TV show. Because that's the only thing Maxwell Smart would come from. So this is a song that is sandwiched in between the two takes of the uh, Comet's theme. Let's just play it. Here we go. Okay, that is uh, definitely a bizarre song, Maxwell Smart. What do you think of it, New?
1: Ooh, I'm digging it.
0: It's bizarre. I mean, it's truly a bizarre song. I'm thinking that maybe it was probably something more along the lines of another the song that was going to be in his play production. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. It's hard to say, but it's interesting. A little quirky song there. Show. Shall... Hey, it
1: absolutely seems so very interesting. Yeah, to be definitely has an awesome vibe to it.
0: Yeah, so hopefully as we go along in going through Carlo's archives of the tapes and the CDs that I have from the family, I hope we do find some other takes of Raider's theme or maybe some other versions of songs as we move forward. Sound good?
1: Indeed, I really hope so. Yep. Oh yes, for sure.
0: Okay, so this is our kind of our 4th of July weekend podcast, bringing it back. And I thought we would play the time one of two times but we're gonna play one song of the time when the Raiders played on the TV show from the mid-80s, Solid Gold. Do you remember that TV show, New?
1: Yes, I do remember that perfectly. You've
0: watched some of the old clips, haven't you?
1: I absolutely love that show.
0: All right, well, the Raiders did make an appearance on there twice. This is from their appearance when they performed Kick.
2: Of all the great hits that come out of the decade, in many ways, this next song was one of the most important. It was written by the legendary team of Barry Mann and Cynthia Wilde, and it's probably one of the most famous anti-drug songs of all time. Singing their classic hit, Kicks, here are Paul Revere and the Raiders. (laughs) I right. <laughs> yeah, see no matter what you do. You'll never want to from you. Know, in keep on running. you have to hit a power.
0: From solid gold 1987 what do you think new pretty good
1: talented brilliant incredible amazing show-stopping spectacular never the same Wow I'm quite a fan
0: that's quite an opinion there I like your opinion about it new very well very very good thank you so we got another version of kicks that I made a discovery on I can't remember where the hell it came from but I think I was digging through YouTube So back in the mid-1985, the Raiders made an appearance on... Ooh, cool. They made an appearance... That's terrific. It is. They made an appearance on a show called, I think it was called Our Times. The host was Perry Danderson from, which would be later, Night Court, and Valerie Harper. They did the song Hungry. But from this, I put, I'll put the link in the description down below and then in another comment window. But they, there is a video of them performing what looks like the same setup, same stage, probably recorded at the same time, but was never used, of kicks. If anybody can look into this and has any information, share it with us, please. So here is the, what's simply labeled "Kits Kicks" from June 28, 1985. Looks like an unbroadcast selection. From something... Ah, okay. From something that was public I'm television. I'm looking into it. Here we go. Thank hey. There seems to be the unaired version of Kix from that TV show that never aired, from what I can tell. But still, what do you compare that version to the solid gold version, New? The solid gold version
1: was just more of a classic.
0: It was. It did have more of a classic vibe and feel to it, didn't it?
1: Absolutely very much so.
0: Okay, let's get on to our next part. This is the contribution from Doug Peterson, a.k.a. Louie Go Home this is the internet broadcast the first time like one of the first ever broadcast that was over the internet that the Raiders took part in This is number 6. Doug's breaking it down. This is Rolling Thunder in Indian Reservation from that broadcast, that day on the internet. If you need the dates, they'll be in the notes.
1: Didn't they have one of the very first connections to what is now known as the internet?
0: Well, this... I believe they also
1: use nearby Wi-Fi networks.
0: You know that very well. Could have been back in the day, but let's just enjoy the music, okay?
1: At least it's good music all around.
3: Alright, now... Took off my outer hey, layer. Warm. I want to show. I want to show off my my vest here. Cause when you ride motorcycle, you got to have your leather vest. And when you got your leather vest, people got to put get, put pins on you. Yeah. So all all the way across America, every time we ride, uh, we get we get pins given to us to take to the wall. So we just get loaded up, loaded up. Remember when we come through Gallup? Remember that? Yeah. My little gal right there. Is she, is she cute or what? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, we uh we have all of this here, and uh and we got the Rolling Thunder uh. Uh, Insignia on the back. Drum roll. Wait a minute. I can't hold the stick. Wait. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Cougar roll. And the crowd goes mad. Uh, Thank you very much. Okay. Anyway, we do have some rolling thunder dudes out here. And uh, big John Hansen, he he always babysits me as we ride up from Florida when we came up that direction there. Big John, he he rides in front of me make sure that the semi-trucks don't run over an old man. Okay, so we be riding, and uh, Harley-Davidson's been really nice to us. It's their 100th year anniversary, and for the last few years, they've been providing Harley-Davidson motorcycles to ride cross-country. And uh, thank you very much, Harley-Davidson. Okay, now, we're going to do a song here, another song written by Tommy D., uh, another guy, another Vietnam vet thing in a band. No, no, this was, this, you're right, you're right. This wasn't a Tommy D song. This was written by, by two Marines out of Alabama. And it's it's about rolling thunder. So if you listen close and you listen to the words, you learn things. Okay. okay.
2: To honor for a hero Who never had a chance To start a romance
3: You see a bunch of old men riding down the highway with rolling thunder on their backs. You be giving some room, might be me. Okay, now, poppers, you sounding good. I'm telling for a bunch of frozen popsicles up here, you're just sounding good. Okay, little red, little, little strawberry popsicles. That's what you look like. Okay, we're gonna do all we got to do a special song for the princess over there. Yeah, that's right. Biggest hit song we ever had uh, was the Indian Reservation, sold 4 million records, and of course, we're going to dedicate two, that special three, to our four. princesses. <laughs> 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 the
2: Cherokee Nation, put us on this reservation. Of life. The time of honk and the bowler knight. So we are made of stone. And talk their English to our young.
3: On the reservation.
2: while we have Sure, Yeah. Oh, I'm still more red man, people's side.
3: Thank you, Princess! All right, well, what a, what a nice crowd. I didn't figure, we, I thought we might have two people here if, if we lucky, because uh, of, the, of the weather here, but uh, uh, I knew who they'd be.
0: Okay, we're gonna cut you off there, Paul. What, I mean, that is just such a good, both good songs for a 4th of July weekend podcast. Rolling Thunder, Indian Reservation, from the Memorial Wall, Concert Ride to the Wall, celebration day way back check the dates there in the notes what do you think of them new
1: thanks for that honestly i love them
0: and i think it's fun the the way that because you know they were on stage and there were other performers at the time so they had limited stage time so i like the way the band just starts playing cutting paul off from his rambling pretty funny don't you think
1: yeah i agree definitely
0: all right so thank you to doug peterson for that contribution as always into the podcast now, I want to play a couple of cover versions that came up in the, uh, I saw in the Raider Rooter feed. This is, I, I, I don't know who credited this. I'll I'm going to put a link down in, but it was a, a cover by the ba- a band called The Bats, all right? If you Google them, they look like they're a band from the 80s from New Zealand. No, this band goes back even farther from Johannesburg, South Africa, of all places. Can you believe that?
1: Nice, thanks for all the great info love this band why is it banned
0: well no not banned like illegal band like a band that plays they were called the bats they did a verge cover version of mr sun mr moon and then i'm gonna post the page that i found on Bandcamp of a huge compilation album of the what they did and on there is the song dizzy okay why?
1: Excellent. I'll have to look that stuff up. Well, we're gonna. Share. I'll be sure to check it out. Thank you very much.
0: Well, we're gonna share it right here and right now, because the fact is, when I remember talking, when I remember talking to Carlo about the other old band members of Raiders, first time I think he said when he met Freddie Weller was when they did an appearance on the Wolfman Jack show, and I guess Carlo had kind of a shine or a appreciation for Freddie Weller, and Freddie Weller had the hand in writing Dizzy with Tommy Rowe on their tour bus back in 19-something-something 68 or whatever it was.
1: So let's, That is true. Thanks. Yeah, so let's play Interesting.
0: Let's play these back-to-back and the reason why we're playing a cover version on the Carlo Driggs Voodoo Dance Party podcast is Carlo always said that he never had any fear of listening to other people's interpretation of their music because you could always learn something from it of how someone was growing and educating themselves broadening their horizons no matter what they did right You're correct.
1: At least that's how I would interpret
0: it. Yeah, me too. So let's play this uh, cover version, I think it's from, who knows, long ago, of Mr. Sun, Mr. Moon, and then this other version of Dizzy, which Freddie Weller had his fingers in, and then we'll wrap up the podcast. Okay, let's do it.
2: to talk to you and told you just exactly
0: Wow, didn't that sound like it could have been sung by Ringo? Ringo Starr of the Beatles?
1: Heck yes, it did. Kind of Great very... answer. Very... I never get tired of the Beatles. Well,
0: it just, that was bizarre. And I wanted to play those two songs back to back because Dizzy, Freddy Weller, had a very hand in the writing of it. Carlo had a shine for Freddie Weller. It was just good things to play him in. If anything comes up like that, we will share I them. didn't
1: deny that. He's extremely talented. Yes. Absolutely can agree to that.
0: And I also want to say that there is a person who did post about whether or not they could get the raw rock, the rock copy of the Comets theme. Yes, I will be posting that and sending you a message. It's in, on the uh, YouTube page. I'm not going to mention any names here. But we also are going to be playing. I have a vast amount of live concert tapes, the Raiders. So did Doug, does Doug Peterson and Tabitha. Did give us permission to start using those as well. So we're going to even expand the podcast more with, from our live tape collection that we have, while still dwelling del- delving into the archives of Carlo's archives tape collection and everything.
1: Definitely going to look up more of their music.
0: Definitely. Excited
1: to check them out then.
0: Awesome. So did you enjoy this podcast of the Carlo Driggs Voodoo Dance Party podcast, new?
1: Listened already. Really enjoyed
0: it. That's very cool. Anything else you want to say, except maybe rewind it and play it again and enjoy the 4th of July weekend for the music? Listening now. Love it. Thank you for listening, and we'll try to do these at least every week. It just depends on how much time I have. All links are down below in the comments. Enjoy.
1: Thanks. Looking forward to it.